Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do you reckon it's crossed over a lot, all that stuff that you've learned from football in terms of being with the in the moment, not letting yourself spiral, all that, you know, good positive yeah. self-talk with all the work you're doing now and then I guess later on when you had other, you know, men- mental health issues that you were trying to work through? Yeah, like it, it's a life lesson, right? Like, yeah. And, and it... It did. It helped me cope with with stuff like you know I got knocked out, absolute ripper, two thousand and six, and I didn't understand anxiety or performance anxiety before that. Like yep. I was, as I, as we've said, I was a country kid, took things in my stride. Really, nothing overawed me. Um, didn't understand real low mood or or anxiety, but after that was um, after that that injury and that accident. You know, I I went to some pretty dark places straight away, and you know. I, what you say, and it was a highlight of what you can say to someone really sticks in their mind, good or bad. Mm. And I can remember, you know, waking up in hospital after that and being there for a few days in a dark room. The neurologist said, mate, you're doing well, because I think I was talking and walking. Um, I said, you're doing really well. Like, you really could have been, this really could have been a disaster. Um, and that incident you're talking about, that was the Gian Syracuse yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like a, like a fluid leak out my ear and uh. eardrum and, and whatever, and you know, not understanding the enormity of that at the time. And, and the doc said, you know, like you're really close to being in a wheelchair. If not, you know, something wow. bad could happen. And that stuck in my mind. Yeah. You know, and the, the feeling of the concussive symptoms after that, the dizziness and the, the memory loss and the not really feeling up to, like getting dizzy running a lap or, mm. you know, not being able to concentrate. And then that knowing what could have happened um, really played on me to get back out on the ground. And coming back at the end of that year to play the last – I can't even remember, maybe the last couple of rounds and a couple of finals, maybe one final, was a horrendous experience. Like, mm. the anxiety to do that. Like, I wasn't one bit in the present. It was running up the race, not even thinking about how am I going to get a kick or what's my role on the team or are we gonna, how are we going to win the game. It was, will I walk off this ground or not? Mm. You know, I was that close before. And because you're in that anxious, like the anxiety yeah. can take over and you're not, wasn't fit. Like it just wasn't fit because it hadn't allowed to, to do the work. Um, you, you, it's a lonely place being not fit on, a, on an AFL footy ground. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it really took over. Definitely. So then on the concussions, so there was obviously that one really 
big incident that you just spoke about with um, John Syracuse, which was just an awful, like, oh, just, yeah, just everything was horrible about that. Was there other times throughout your career that you also got concussions as well? Yeah, so Any after that, ones? I found that it was really easy to, to get concussive symptoms after yeah. that. It was... Um, and is that pretty common if you've had one really bad incident? Well, I think so. That's yep. my experience. Yep. Um, you know, and after that, it, it didn't have to be knocked out per se or yep. like on the ground and convulsing like a, a proper, um, you've been knocked out, but uh, just a heavy tackle or a gut for the mark and a glance on the chin, whatever. My eyes would go blurry and a deja vu and, you know, be, be all over the place and to the point where it, was, it wasn't a great place to be. And yep. then that would play in your mind for the next week and the next week and, and it sort of built up. But just small knocks would rattle me really easy for the rest of my career. Yeah. 